to keep your sanity, take a freaking lunch break. Hello everyone and welcome back to LTEL. If you're new here, welcome. And if you are a returning viewer, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Today's video is going to be how to transition into full-time work. And I just want to make a quick point here that all of my experiences are more to do in the corporate or office job realm. So that's sort of what I'll be speaking to. If you've never worked full-time before, whether that be, you know, you're fresh out of high school, you're fresh out of uni, um, you were working, you know, part-time or casually before, it can be quite a transition it can be quite daunting and it can be quite draining now this video is not going to be a sort of a debate about whether full-time work is a good lifestyle or if it's healthy because i think we all know that the traditional working hours do have some issues that are contingent with it all these sort of remote working and like flexible working uh, concepts are working to address so we're not going to be speaking about that today it's more going to be about okay you've got a job it's full-time you can't get out of it how do you actually transition the first thing i want to say is give it some time before you like think that you completely hate this job. If it's your first time working full time, you might get confused between hating the job and hating working full time. So definitely you wanna give yourself some breathing room like three or four months before you actually decide whether you like your job. Some people, you know, they change jobs. They think they hate every single job and then they realize they actually just hate, hate working. They hate working full time. When you work full time, you have a lot more autonomy than you think you do compared to, let's say, high school or university. I wanna tell you guys a story. It was in my, I think it was my second internship. I was about 18 years old um, and there was another 18 year old, you know, doing the internship with me. And I remember she sort of went up to our manager and she was like, um, can I go to the bathroom? And they were like, you're not at school anymore. You don't need to ask to go to the bathroom. You don't need to ask to go to the kitchen. You don't need to ask to sort of do whatever you want. At most places, what should matter is the fact that you're getting your work done. So when you come into a new job, you know, you might look around the organization and every single culture is different. You know, in some organizations, they everyone gets in the office at 7.30. At some organizations, everyone gets in at 9.30. At some organizations, people stay late. At some organizations, people don't stay late. They work flexibly. They go home a little bit early and work on their laptops. You'll start to sort of pick up on what the pace of the organization is. You know, what time people get in, what time people generally go to lunch, what time people go home. Now, what's really important to remember is that this is like the pace that a lot of people have gotten into here, but you do not need to stick to it. I was at this one firm for three years and it was very much a, a, an early organization. You know, we'd all get in the office early and because of that, you know, they were very flexible with lunch breaks. Like I would go to the gym at lunch and then, you know, we'd sort of end early and then be able to work flexibly at home afterwards. Um, and when I say end early, I mean, we would actually get to go home at around five. And because I was there for so long, that was sort of the clock that my body was working on. So then when I started at the next firm, it was a place where people would get in at like 9.30 and they would stay in the office until like 8 o'clock. And that just didn't work for my life. So that was my first job when I walked in and that's what was happening. I probably would have felt pressured to do the exact same. But what you've got to realise is that, you know, it is okay to work at a pace. So I just pulled my team for a little chat and I was like, listen, I'm more of an early bird. I prefer to, you know, come in early, get my work done, pump through it, leave early and then, you know, do the extra work on my laptop at home. Like, is that all good with you guys? They were like, you know, yeah, absolutely. We just sort of do this because, you know, I like my sleep or I like to do this in the morning. I'm like, okay, perfect, cool. So when you're starting a new job, you might feel, you know, pressured to alter your lifestyle to fit in with the, the tone of the organization. And I would say definitely have those conversations conversations with the team essentially they want you to be doing your best work the other thing is lunch break to keep your sanity take your freaking lunch break pack your lunch and use that time to do exercise i swear to god even just doing 20 minutes of exercise in your lunch break will save your life like otherwise you will go crazy this is like 
non-COVID times when you're coming into the office, you will go crazy. Some people choose not to take their lunch breaks. Some organizations, the tone of the organization is, you know, don't take your lunch break, work hard, play hard, la 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 la. By law, they cannot force you to stop taking your lunch break. And hypothetically, if this became a big problem, you could bring it up with your HR manager. But you going to take your lunch break should not be a problem if you're getting your work done. So once again, start an hour earlier, do your work, um, and then take your freaking lunch break in the middle of the day. Otherwise, I promise you, your mental health is going to suffer. So if everyone starts at nine, come in at eight, you know, send emails at eight, and then take your lunch break. You know, don't feel pressured not to take your lunch break. So many people, they're trying to sort of show this facade that they work so hard and they're sort of deteriorating their physical and mental health at the same time. And I don't think that's something to be proud of. I think it's really sad that they don't know how to stand up for themselves and their rights. You know, you're allowed to take a lunch break. The best thing I ever did was had a gym membership to a gym right near my office. You know, it was a five minute walk. I'd quickly run there, get changed. You know, that took about 10 minutes. I'd have like a 20 minute workout. Most likely, you know, you're not gonna be able to have your proper one hour workout. And you might think a 20 minute workout is not worth it. It is worth it. Just trust me. And, and you're gonna go harder in that 20 minutes than you usually would because you know your time pause you go super super hard in the workout whatever you know do some cardio do some weights do some stretches stretch this is so important relieves the stress like opens you up so important um so i would do like stand master you know weights i would do you know the leg press i do the abductor machine i do all my usual stuff and then i do five minutes of good stretching five minutes to walk there five minutes to get changed 20 minute workout then go back have a quick shower two minutes you know get dressed again, walk back to my office, boom, it's like 50 minutes and I'm back. And then, you know, pack your lunch in advance and then I just eat, up, eat at my desk. As long as you get the work done, that's what really matters. You can eat whenever you want. For me to stay sane and for me to stay happy, I need to eat at all times, like three different meals at my desk a day instead of just one. That's just how I am. So don't feel pressured to do what everyone else is doing. You set your own pace, okay? And it's best to do this when you first come into the organization, like when you're first starting the job. Um, otherwise it's, you know, people sort of, fixate you know their expectation of you like oh Sharon always comes in at nine o'clock and then if you wanted to start coming in at 9 30 or if you want to start coming in at 8 30 it would be a little bit like what's Sharon doing whereas if on day one if you just start coming in at this sort of time and and you've speak, spoken to people and it's not an issue then it should be fine so one of the main reasons that a lot of people adhere to these really stressful unhealthy timelines you know I'm going to come in at this time and leave at this time and I'm not going to have a lunch break or they'll get too scared to you know ask for that time off to go and have that doctor's appointment lead very unhealthy, unsustainable lifestyles in order to sort of achieve their target. It's because of the irrational fear that they're going to get fired. You're most likely not going to get fired and here's why. The organization firing you is not in their best interest. You leaving is not in the organization's best interest. First of all, it costs a lot of money. So you leaving, first of all, there'll be a period of time, usually over a month at least, where your spot is vacant. This lost productivity has, you know, material monetary losses for the organization. In addition, they might get your colleagues to sort of, you know, fill some of the gaps in your vacant role, which takes them away from their jobs. And once again, they're losing money within productivity. Then to hire the next person, they most often will have to go through a recruiter and pay that person a retainer to find the next you. Then once that person has signed the contract, they'll 
most likely have to give notice at their past organization, which means, you know, a couple of weeks, couple of months until they can actually come into the role. So once again, losing money, losing productivity. Once that person has started their role, the organization then has to pay about a week's wage to onboard them and train them, you know, get them onto the systems, get them to understand the processes, meet everyone. See how all those costs add up? It is not in the organization's best interest for you to leave or for them to fire you from a cost perspective. It is also very undesirable from sort of a culture perspective. You know, no organization wants to have a high turnover. You leaving or you getting fired, ask questions. The feelings of instability and change, you know, it can be quite rattling for some other members of the organization. So you need to eradicate this crazy fear out of your mind because it's going to stop you from asking for the things that you want to ask for and from doing the things that you want to do. Well, thank you guys for watching. Thank you everyone for tuning into LTELS. Let me know if you have any questions. I'll definitely be doing sort of like an office corporate wear, uh, workwear, fashion, clothes-esque video soon so that you guys can get some sort of ideas of what you could wear to work. Otherwise, all the best. Have a good day. I appreciate you. And thank you for tuning in.